Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What is up guys? In this video, I'm gonna be going through my start sits at the wide receiver position for week 14. So breaking down every single matchup. And if you guys just wanna jump around to your specific players, they're gonna be timestamps down below in the description. So feel free to do that. All I ask is that while you guys are watching, if you're enjoying the content, do me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. That really helps me out more than you guys know. But let's get right into the first Thursday night matchup here between the Steelers and the Vikings. And for the Steelers, you gotta be plugging in Deontay Johnson as a mid-tier wide receiver one every single week. The man is so consistent, put up a two-touchdown game, and he honestly had one of his only drops of the season on like a deep 40-yard pass, would have been four touchdown. So this really could have been an even larger game for Deontay Johnson but he still manages to produce. And unfortunately, it is time to sit Chase Claypool. I really thought trading for him in the middle of the season after Juju went down was gonna be a really nice move for teams. That has just not kind of worked out. He has not been involved. He's not seen the volume and he just hasn't seen the splash plays and touchdown upside that he did as a rookie. So unfortunately, it looks like Claypool is just not going to get it done this year. I still think he has a lot of potential as a young NFL wide receiver. And if he gets, you know, the right quarterback who can get him those deep passes, he will be very successful. But right now, it's just not coming together. For the Vikings, it looks like Adam Thielen is going to be out this game with a high ankle sprain. Justin Jefferson locked in high-end wide receiver one rest of season. He was there even before the Thielen injury but he is going to just see so much volume. And then I'm gonna be sitting KJ Osborne, but he definitely does become more fantasy relevant with Adam Thielen out. Moving on to Sunday, we have the Cowboys taking on the Washington football team and you're starting CD Lamb every single week. And I do think you can feel comfortable starting Amari Cooper. He did not put up huge numbers last week, but you have to remember he was on a snap count. His snap share was not good. They were basically just having him in there in red zone and third down opportunities. I'd expect him to be playing his normal role. If we hear otherwise, then we could definitely pivot and move him to a sit. But right now I'm expecting him to reclaim his role as a top two wide receiver on this team. And because of that, I'm gonna be sitting Michael Gallup. I just don't know if he's gonna see the necessary volume with both CD Lamb and Amari Cooper out there to be fantasy relevant. For Washington, you continue to plug in Terry McLaurin as like a high-end wide receiver to play. Moving on to the Jaguars-Titans game, we just have no solid options here from the Jaguars. I'm sitting Laquan Treadwell, LaVisca Chenault, and Marvin Jones. For the Titans, not a ton of options here either, but I would actually list Julio Jones as a start. Definitely not someone I feel super confident in, but someone who could be like a wide receiver three, maybe even a flex play coming off of IR. Then in the Seahawks-Texans game, I'm going with both DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett as starts. They continue to kind of underwhelm, but the Seahawks offense you know, did show a little bit of improvement from their previous performances. Plus, this is just not a good Texans defense, and this could kind of be the get-right game. For the Texans, I'm listing Brandon Cooks as a start, but he's definitely more of like a fringe option. Kind of same thing that I mentioned with Julio Jones, you know, wide receiver three, kind of flex play in a divisional game between the Raiders and the Chiefs. I'm just going to be going with both teams, wide receiver ones as starts. So Hunter Renfro and Tyreek Hill. Renfro just so consistent, so safe, 
And then for the Chiefs, we know Tyreek Hill is a high-end wide receiver one with just a crazy high week-to-week ceiling. Saints-Jets is up next, and for the Saints, can't trust anyone here. Traquan Smith, Marquez Callaway, all going to be sits. For the Jets, we learn that Corey Davis is now going to be out for the season. He really wasn't someone who had been fantasy relevant as of late because Elijah Moore has just broken out. He is the only start I want really on this entire offense. Pretty sure, yeah, no running back, no quarterback, no tight end. Elijah Moore is the only guy. He has been on a tear, and I'm really excited to see what he can do rest of season and just moving forward in his career. In this Falcons-Panthers game, I'm just going to be starting the wide receiver ones. So for the Falcons, it is going to be Russell Gage, you know, kind of quietly putting together some monster games the last two weeks. You know, I was actively watching the Buccaneers-Falcons game, and when I checked the stat line after the game with Russell Gage with 10-plus receptions, over 100 yards, like I was shocked. That was the quietest performance I had ever seen for someone putting up that kind of volume and yardage, but I do think he's a viable play with really just no other weapons besides Cordero Patterson and Kyle Pitts, who has not been super involved. For the Panthers, I do think they're going to be more run-heavy, but I still think DJ Moore is going to kind of slot in as like a lower-end wide receiver to play in a divisional game between the Ravens and the Browns. I'm starting Marquise Brown. The Ravens offense has not looked good. Lamar has definitely been struggling, but you still got to be throwing Marquise Brown into your lineups. And then for the Browns, I've been heavily fading their wide receiver room basically the entire season, but I do think it's appropriate to list Jarvis Landry as a start. We saw him have a pretty big game against the Ravens before their bye week, and this Ravens secondary has just been absolutely destroyed by injuries, so I do think Jarvis Landry could step in and have a really nice performance this week. In the Giants-Chargers matchup, I'm going to be sitting every single New York Giants wide receiver. It looks like Jake Fromm is going to get the start over Mike Glennon. Daniel Jones is still going to be out. That really doesn't change much for me. You know, it'll be fun to see a young quarterback get his opportunity, but the wide receivers here, Galladay, Shepard if he's healthy, Tony if he's healthy, they're all going to be sits. For the Chargers, Keenan Allen, monster, mid-tier wide receiver one. You know, the first game he doesn't put together, you know, a really nice yardage total. He gets into the end zone twice. Great to kind of see that balance there. You know, when he can't give you that top-tier production in terms of the yardage, he can get into the end zone. And then Mike Williams had a big day, which was good to see. He was a fantasy-relevant option without getting into the end zone. Now let's shift over to the Lions-Broncos game, and it is just going to be sits all across the board. Josh Reynolds, Amon Ross St. Brown, both going to be sits for the Lions. And then for the Broncos, this really just sucks here because Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton should both be fantasy-relevant plays every single week if they were in the right situation. And Tim Patrick should be someone who's a borderline play. Teddy Bridgewater is just not getting it done. Everyone saw it on Sunday night. That offense just looks terrible, especially the passing attack. So they all have to be sits. In the 49ers Bengals game, I'm going to be starting Debo Samuel if he plays. And same thing with Brandon Ayuk, but Brandon Ayuk is just right on that fringe. I finally kind of jumped back on the bandwagon with Debo Samuel out. I was like, this is the game for Brandon Ayuk to ball out, and he definitely underwhelmed. I still think he's in that wide receiver three flex territory, but definitely disappointing coming out of week 13. For the Bengals, Jamar Chase has definitely been disappointing as of late. No, early in the season, he wasn't even seeing that top tier volume. He was just making those huge splash plays. No, he would get like four receptions, 
but one of them would be like a 50-yard receiving touchdown. He just hasn't converted as of late. I mean, we saw him just royally drop a wide open, just great throw from Joe Burrow. Basically hits it backwards and gets it intercepted. So those were the plays that were kind of coming through early in the season. They haven't as of late, but I still think you got to start him as a fringe wide receiver one. And then T. Higgins balling out. He's finally seeing some positive regression and just kind of establishing himself as like a mid-tier wide receiver too, probably at the lowest in my weekly rankings for wide receivers. He's probably going to be more in that high-end wide receiver two range. So good to see from T. Higgins. And then I'm going to be sitting at Tyler Boyd. He's had some solid performances, just no ceiling, but he's not the worst play if you're super desperate or in deeper leagues. Then we've got a stacked matchup at the wide receiver position between the Bills and the Bucks. For the Bills, you're going with Stephon Diggs as a locked-in start against this questionable Buccaneers secondary. And then for the wide receiver two through four here with Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, Gabriel Davis, you just never know which one of those guys are going to have the big performances. You know, Gabriel Davis will go out, give you a huge explosive play, nice fantasy performance. Then Beasley and Sanders will have their moments, you know, where they get a ton of volume. And I truly believe that one of these guys is going to have a big day against the Bucks. I just don't really have any feel about which one is going to be. So I'm just going to list all three of them as starts. For the Bucks. you continue to fire up Chris Godwin and Mike Evans as, you know, wide receiver one plays. I saw some people complaining in the fantasy community about Mike Evans and Chris Godwin's at down games in week 12. Then they go out. Chris Godwin sets a franchise record for, you know, receptions. And Mike Evans has a big day as well. So they're right back up there as wide receiver one plays. Then on Sunday night, we have the Bears taking on the Packers. And for the Bears, I'm starting Darnell Mooney if Allen Robinson is not back. If A-Rob is back, then I'm just going to be sitting both of these guys and kind of fading really every single weapon here. For the Packers, you continue to fire up Devontae Adams as a high-end wide receiver one. And then I'm going to be sitting Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I think he's a solid waiver wire pickup because we know he has that ceiling. Two games in a row of really solid volume. If he can make it three, then there's definitely a push for him to be a start next week. And then the final game of the week, we have the Rams taking on the Cardinals. Starting it off with the Rams, Cooper Cup, basically wide receiver one every single week in my weekly rankings. And I'm going to be listing Odell Beckham Jr. as a start, but a lot of this is going to depend on his health. He definitely didn't see the same target share he did the previous week just because he was not as healthy. So if it looks like he's getting better, the health is looking up. I think he's a solid start, but if it's not, that would definitely push Van Jefferson up a little bit, who's definitely on the fringe here. I just don't know if all three of these wideouts can be supported in a matchup against a tough Cardinals defense. Then shifting over to the Cardinals, you got to be starting DeAndre Hopkins, and he's the only guy I actually feel comfortable with in my starting lineup. I do like Christian Kirk as their wide receiver too, but after last week, they didn't have a ton of passing volume. I just don't think he's quite there. One of these players who's kind of on the fringe. And then AJ Green just hasn't seen a big role as of late. But that is going to wrap it up for my wide receiver start sits. If you guys enjoyed this video, do me a huge favor. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. Go check out my running back start sits. I'm going to be posting my quarterbacks and tight ends tomorrow. So there's going to be a lot of content. Plus my weekly rankings for week 14 coming out on Thursday, I believe. Yep, Thursday. So thank you guys so much for stopping by. And I'll see you next time.